That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I'm doing fine today, um, but I did not do my weekly review. My week got uh, a little bit uh, discombobulated at the beginning of the week, and I'm planning to do my review tomorrow. That sounds um, a lot like my week. Um, I ended up uh, doing something this morning instead of my weekly review that needed to get done. And so I will be likely doing it tomorrow also. Um, So at least we're in the same weekly review boat. (laughs) That's right. It's not a wagon. It's a boat. We're on a boat. (laughs) That's right. I guess falling off the wagon is like there's less injury if you fall off the boat a few times but more wetness <laughs> so f- i don't know about that this florida girl has to uh raise an objection to that view of boating what that you get wet when you fall out of a boat or no, that, it- that you get it, it can be uh you can get injured oh well it depends i guess well how fast the boat's going. That's true. Whether you yes. fall on a on an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I I think I would rather fall off of a boat, like not in the ocean, but like in a lake or something, than off of a wagon. Personally. I don't even know what kind of wagon the wagon is. Like I picture it like one of those like uh hay ride wagons or something out of you know, uh, 19th century rural England or something. Because it's not a red flyer wagon, No, no. Right? <laughs> I've always pictured it as like a, like a horse-drawn wagon, kind of a farm mm-hmm. wagon going yeah. down a lane somewhere. Um, in, in a bucolic setting um, <laughs> where you haven't done your weekly review and you fall right off. Um, <laughs> Just out of shock and horror of realizing you didn't do your review. You and There you are. Laying anyway. in the road. Disheartened. We're on a boat. James, we're on a boat. Okay, we're 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 at, we're we're off the same wagon this week. Um Oh, well, we have a chance to redeem ourselves though by at least getting completed our weekly to-do, cue the music. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. So, Gene, did you accomplish your weekly to-do this week? I did. Um... And yes, I felt very happy about that. Um, my weekly to-do this week was to download all my bank, bank statements from 2020 so far to give me a head start on doing 
uh, income tax return next year. And, you know, it's a mindless, boring uh, job, but it um, it is done. And now I have, uh, thanks to you, I have a new repeating task for the first of the month uh, to go and download whatever new statements are in. And, yes, that made me pretty happy. Excellent. Um so congrats on completing your weekly to-do. And um, I also completed mine, which was uh, to vote. Um, so I, I worked through all the ballot issues we have this year in California, um, did all my research, filled in my little circles, and dropped it in the nearby ballot drop box. And um, knew this – I think you folks have had it in uh, – Oregon for a while, but uh, new yeah. this year, we get uh, we can now get like texts or emails at different points in our ballot getting accepted or counted. Um, so I, then I found out a couple days later it was accepted, so my signature matched, which always makes me nervous because I never. I never know when I originally did it. Was I like a very careful signer? Was it my more typical sloppy signing? I yeah. Um, so I guess I, I think it's a slightly more sloppy version is is the one that I must have used. Um, so anyway, that felt good to have done. And then um, a while back, there was a weekly to do to send uh, flowers to uh, an old family friend, uh, somebody who was very close with my dad. Um, and it turns out when I tried to do it, I did not have her full address. Um, to send flowers and I emailed her and she finally responded to me because she was having computer issues at 93 and she got them resolved and so I also this week got a past weekly to do done we my sister and I sent her flowers and she was very surprised and happy by that so two two done in one week um, makes me not feel so badly about uh slipping a day on the weekly review. Yeah. What task will you do for next week? Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I, I did not do my task of deciding what my task will be. Uh, I need to put that <laughs> somewhere in the, uh, in OmniFocus so that I, uh, mark one, but, I did want to say about this one that I did for today, the, the downloading of all these statements, it was kind of the perfect weekly to-do because it was an important to-do. It was doable kind of right up to the last minute. And it is a thing that I would procrastinate on otherwise. So I, w I started thinking, like, what other things would fit in that you know, in those categories. Um, but I think because I'm still sort of in the post-tax uh, filing hangover, one of the things I need to do is file everything away into, you know, the into my filing cabinet. I haven't done that. And um, my living room is kind of, 
a disaster area, and I I want it not to be. So by this time next week, my living room will be back to normal, and I will have space for the guinea pig's playpen, which right now would be kind of hard to set up. That's uh, That sounds like a great uh, weekly to-do. And uh, I I don't think I've ever heard you use the phrase guinea pig's playpen, but it mm-hmm. has the same exact uh, meter as the ladybug's picnic, which is a little <laughs> song, right? And they all went down to the guinea pig playpen. So anyway, I think that was on the Electric Company or Sesame Street. They oh. had that little song. Um, uh, yeah, it counted up um, to ten and stuff. It was it was cute. So that just ran through my mind. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the playpen is, it's like, um, a hexagonal, uh, sort of holding area for them, like, almost like a pack and play, if you know, like, what kids have, um, or people have for their little kids, like a, a portable, um, crib, and, uh, but it's, you know, it's guinea pig, uh, dimensions, and that's where, I have various uh, little mazes and puzzles and stuff that I set up for them, usually when I'm cleaning their cage to keep them occupied and give them a little change of scenery. Very nice. And um, I think for next week, my weekly to-do. So even though I've been doing my weekly to-do every week, I have been kind of cherry-picking my incoming mail instead of like really clearing out that physical inbox. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to bite the bullet and and get that done. It's it's time to, to get that finished. <laughs> um, so, yeah, actually doing a real cleaning of my – or really going through everything in that physical inbox will be my weekly to-do. Um, and as we talked about this week and how you said – you know, it's been kind of a an odd week for you. It's also been a bit of an odd week for me. I thought um, maybe we would just talk a little bit this episode about our experiences this week um, and how they may or may not uh, tangentially fit into the um, the old the old productivity topic. <laughs> um, so this morning, instead of doing my uh, weekly review, I went and got my flu shot. For the season, and it uh, the HMO that I'm with, um, Kaiser Permanente, they have uh, at different locations they have outdoor drive-through vaccines, wow. um, which I had never experienced before, um, and it was kind of cool. You, you know, you it's set up in a parking lot. You drive in. Um, Kind of somebody pre-checks that you have your, you know, your ID card for the for the HMO, and then you get in a line, um, and then they send you to one of I think they had twelve, basically tents set up, and you pull in and you roll down your window. You have your mask on. Uh, you hand over your, you know, your ID card for the for the for your plan. And they scan it, and then you kind of roll up your sleeve, and you're just sitting in your car, and you get a 
you get a vaccine and then you back out and go home. Um, <laughs> it was, I, I kind of prefer that to going into an office. Right. Um, like the check-in was a lot quicker than, you know, you go in and you sit there and you check in in one place and you wait for 10 minutes and they call your name. This was, uh, a lot, a lot quicker. It was, uh, really well done. And, um, yeah, definitely a, a f- kind of almost a fun experience in a way, probably because of the novelty. Yeah. So I guess everybody gets their shot in their left arm. Yes, except for the British. Because <laughs> they come in on the other side. Um, but yes, if you're tra- driving a, a, a Jaguar imported... Um, it would be your right arm. But yeah, I usually get my left arm anyway, so it seemed yeah. perfectly natural. Me too. Um, um and then uh what was your discombobulation story <laughs> from the week? <laughs> well, um I I I kind of got to a breaking point mentally of just being so tired of everything, um, which uh, meaning the situation we're in, the restrictions that we have, the fact that, um, you know, we're in the middle of such political, uh, you know, I don't know even what to call it. <laughs> I was going to say unrest, but it's it's not quite the right word, uh, but um, certainly uh, the, I never like election years. I hate election years, actually. Um, so this year has been especially um, hateable. And I have been following, you know, Black Lives Matters protests here in Portland, as you know, and I've also been, um, you know, giving money here and there to the causes that I want to support and the candidates and I get a lot of email <laughs> because I keep getting added to more lists and I I um but also I I signed up for texts from uh from Joe Biden back when he was getting ready to announce his um running mate he said I'll you know Send me your number and I'll text you when when first you'll find out first and and he did <laughs> he, <laughs> he lived up to that promise so I since then have just continued to let them text me out of some uh you know feeling of like well I you know if there's something I can do I would like to do it um, and definitely they've uh, they've gotten some donations out of me here and there but it you know that combined with local portland politics um i just uh combined with everything else i just had this point like sunday i got up and i'm like i'm gonna go do all these things around the house and and instead i just went back to sleep and i slept for a long time and i realized i just needed um I need a break from everything. So I turned off my phone. I've never done that before. Like turned it off for 
more than 48 hours. Wow. And <laughs> it's wild, right? It's like, who does that? But it was like, once I turned it off, I initially turned it off just so I, you know, wouldn't get um, texted by anybody. You know, I just wanted to, to rest and not get uh, sort of wrapped up in anything else going on. But then once it was off for a few hours, I was like, I don't want to turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to uh, see what what I missed because I just want to miss it. I just want to, you know, uh, not take in every detail of everything that is going on in the world and in my, you know, my personal network of friends and family. I just was tired. And so the longer it was off, the less likely I felt like turning it back on. So it was very interesting to do that. Um, but the problem is, you know, certain people who were texting me and not hearing from me got concerned. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the next thing I know, it's like late, not late at night, but it's nighttime <laughs> the next day. And I'm like half asleep. Um, and I hear my sister's voice and she's like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> like, oh, shoot. That wasn't what I intended, you know, to to freak people out. Because honestly, I do go days without really connecting with other people sometimes. And it didn't occur to me that... Um, between my sister and my brother and a family friend who was trying to reach me, they'd start wondering. So I thought, well, I don't know if I would do it again, but somebody suggested, I think this would work, that if you just put your phone into driving mode mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know, personalize the text so it doesn't say I'm driving and I'll I'll get to your text when I'm not driving, but just say, you know, I am off the internet for the next 24 hours. I will get back to you when I come back on or something like that. I don't know if that would work. I think you can also, um, uh, for do not disturb mode, you could mm -hmm. turn that on. And I think you're able to flag certain contacts as being able to get through. Right, but I didn't want them to get through. Oh, I see. You did. <laughs> and and of course, you know, even if even if you get the I I I'm just off. I just turned my phone off. I'm okay. If if 3 days go by, then then you start to wonder, well, did she forget to turn her phone on? Is she still okay? Like you don't know right. unless you went in and said like Tuesday, I'm okay, and then right. Wednesday, I'm still I'm okay. Still okay. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I thought it was an interesting um, uh, situation and an interesting, you know, uh, insight into our reality, which is uh, this always on, always connected, um, that, you know, we didn't used to have before. Uh, like, even... Um, you know the the 
what's the arrival of the answering machine, mm-hmm. which I remember very clearly. Um, uh, now meant that you could never not answer the phone because even if you didn't answer it, your fo- answering machine was answering it. <laughs> right. I mean, you could make an outgoing message that said, I'm not answering my phone calls for the next three days. Um, but that would be kind of, I don't know. It, in the old days when you would just call somebody and their phone just rang, you had really no idea why. Right. And the only thing you could do is call back. So now we've set up a technology where people get to put like a marker in your inbox Mm -hmm. (laughs) to say, you have to call that person back. And, uh, you know, this is an extreme situation. I've, like I said, I've never done it before and I doubt I will do it anytime soon, if ever. But, uh, it did make me think about what, um, what we have to do sometimes to, to, to unhook from, from the, information and social superhighway that we're on. And uh, as you were talking, um, I kind of thought about um, both. um, So there's definitely like the news of the world, right? That, Mm -hmm. that comes in or in your case, high, high volume of solicitations for your money. Um, (laughs) And um, and then there's also just any random person in your life contacting you and maybe mm-hmm. expecting a quick reply. Um, but in terms of like when I think about when I was growing up, right, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have any of this. Um, but to get a moment of peace and quiet in the house I grew up in was mm-hmm. almost impossible because <laughs> your whole family was always there, right? So yeah. so in a sense, um, in a household with other people, um, there's right. kind of an – especially like there's, there's kind of this always-on connection um, that's, you know, you can't get away from it. Um, yeah. Whereas like you and I both uh, like – living on our own um we don't have that so the always on the only only the only always on option we kind of have is to kind of keep those communication lines open i know if if i didn't respond to my sister like she would go she would go batty um just because she'd be worried about me Um, right but um yeah i haven't felt like some days i'll just not look at stuff um Mm -hmm. or i'll like look at a text that came in but maybe not reply immediately because i'm just usually it's when i'm feeling ill (laughs) yeah like if i do have the flu or something um but i can but you won't i let's knock on wood (laughs) um yeah (laughs) so the uh but i can absolutely understand like if it all feels too much turning everything off for a couple of days um, I think for me that ten well that tended to happen like on a trip or something. 
right? Like I'd be away. Sometimes I'd be away from the internet and you could tell people, you know, well, internet might be spotty where I'm going. (laughs) Although that's getting to be like a a shakier, like a more and more (laughs) shady excuse as it becomes more and more pervasive. Like, really? They don't, they don't have it in whatever, New Jersey. They don't have internet. (laughs) Um, Okay. Maybe they will. Um, But yeah, it is harder to 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 turn off. And I think um for me like the things like having do not disturb periods on the phone that come on after a certain time so the text doesn't come through. Um and I don't know, maybe there's a a part of it where like I don't want to say training people but just getting people accustomed to not always getting an immediate reply. Right. Um because there is that expectation, right? You send a text, you get right back to the person. But that doesn't always happen. No. Um, and I, I actually notice, you know, among my younger friends, like basically nieces, nephews, and children of my good friends, like so people in their early 20s, they uh, they rarely reply immediately <laughs> and i you know i feel like they've grown up with texts kind of the way we grew up with um phone calls or even email mm-hmm. is that it's just it's not, it's a way to communicate it, it does not signify i need a reply right away but I usually don't text somebody unless I kind of want to hear from them soon. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, I probably would have just sent them an email um, if it's a little less uh, urgent. But um, they're all, they're all, we're all dealing with different kind of levels of expectation in our in our various yeah. forms of communication. On a phone call, though, if you pick up, I do expect you to reply <laughs> to what I at, like say immediately. <laughs> like, I don't expect you to sit there silent and then call me back three days later and, and give me give me the other side of the conversation. Right. That one I think is a – hopefully that's a realistic expectation. Um, <clears throat> right. But does anybody even listen to voicemails anymore? I th- I feel it's rarer and rarer. I listen to voicemails. I don't leave voicemails very often. Hmm. Like, well, at least like if I call my sister and her line's busy, I don't leave a voicemail. Hi, it's me. Just calling to say hello. You know, like mm-hmm. she knew that when she saw that she missed a call from me that I was just calling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to waste another minute of her time telling her. Um, and of course, if she does get a voicemail from me, it's most likely like something's probably wrong. And she probably also got a text from me and another text from me and it eat like, so, mm-hmm. um, fortunately that's never happened, um, where I needed to get that much in touch with somebody. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so oh, no, yeah. no plans to turn off your phone, uh, this week? Well... <laughs> now that we've been talking about it, it started started to dawn on me like, well, what if there was just one day a week? Um, I did that 
it's very different from not looking at your email, like, or not reading, you know, texts, like turning it off is like, the phone doesn't exist for a day, um, in a way. And if it were one day a week, people who knew me would know, uh, you just can't get through on on Mondays. I'm thinking Mondays would be a good day. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give it some thought. I mean, I, I'm, I don't see myself implementing it shortly, but I now am thinking that it was pretty radical when I did it. But now, you know, I do appreciate the difference between that and do not disturb. Excellent. And um, I will be turning off my iPhone, I think, tomorrow, because I will be moving to a new iPhone. <laughs> ha ha. A twist. <laughs> yes, me too. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, of course, you know, it'll probably show up at the last possible minute to count as being delivered tomorrow, but that's all right. Um I have other things to do than sit around and wait for. Um, anyway, if it comes later in the day, that's just more less time I need to wait before I can take low light photos with the new camera system. So, <laughs> you know, that'll be good. Um, excellent. Do you have anything else uh, to chat about in uh, our our uh, potpourri episode today? <laughs> um. Is it a potpourri or is it a smorgasbord? I don't um, know. Depends <laughs> on whether you prefer. Uh, if you're if you if you're hungry, it was a smorgasbord. If you okay. want something that smells very nice, then it was a potpourri. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else, um, but it was certainly uh, nice to catch up on a week that was a little. Weird. It absolutely was. And it's always nice to catch up with Eugene. Thank you. And uh, always nice to share new experiences with our listeners. So in that case, uh, let's wrap up this episode so we can all get back to ignoring the outside world. I mean, <laughs> get back to getting things done. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On Twitter and micro.blog, we are at The Weekly Review. And um, you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, it'd be great if you'd rate or review the podcast. It helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us. And it always makes us smile to hear your feedback. And we always love hearing from you. If you've had... Um, any sort of uh, experiences disconnecting, going off the grid for a while um, that you'd like to share or tips on how to do so um, without causing your immediate family to panic, um, please <laughs> feel free to contact us um, in any of those methods. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. you got some things you want to get done and still enjoy being organizational fun there's a lot of things